0: Greetings and salutations to you all. This is DD Moonflyer. Welcome to Twilight Tonic, your weekly voyage to points distant and parts unknown. We'll discuss all things paranormal, spiritual, weird, and wonderful. So if you're ready, grab your favorite tonic, your best comfy chair, and let's begin. some of the most amazing guests, and this gentleman is no exception, John Huntington. He is with The the Sleepless on Rest. He actually moved into The Conjuring House, which we will be talking about tonight. He also works with Josh on Beyond Dark, and he uses spirit boxes, which we're going to learn a little bit about tonight also. How are you, John, tonight?
1: Yeah, I'm doing well. How are you?
0: I'm good, John. I'm going to ask you some questions. Why in the world would you want to investigate with spirit boxes? And and what happened to you that this is a fascination of yours? Because you've been doing this 12 years now, and you also started building your own equipment three years ago. So what has sparked this interest in your life?
1: Uh, It's That's a long story. um, (laughs) um, So, you know, I had things happen to me throughout my whole life. And um, I had moved into this apartment um, in Auburn, Maine. And uh, come to find out, a little girl back in 1986 was put in an oven by her stepfather uh, and burned to death. Her name was Angela Palmer. And they wrote a book about it. It was called Lucifer's Child. Um, Mm. Her stepdad uh, thought she was possessed. So, yeah, he put her in the oven, burned her to death. And uh, anyways, I I moved into that apartment. And um, I started, like, I got, like, a random EVP in my phone one time. It was, like, one of those old flip phones because this Mm -hmm. was, like, you know, 12 years ago or so. (laughs) (laughs) So it was like really old, like Nokia or something. And I was recording memos for something. I don't know, maybe groceries or something. I don't know. But I got a voice that said, hey, John, you want to talk? And I was just blown away by it. I was like, what is, you know, I had watched some paranormal shows, so I knew Mm -hmm. that it was probably like an EVP or something. So I wanted to do it more. So when I got a voice recorder and I did... Um, EVPS and was getting crazy things in this place, and I'd actually invite family and friends over. We'd sit around and we would just get EVPS back and forth to whatever was there, like the craziest stuff. Huh. Um, and then I had heard about spirit boxes, so I'm watching these. It was kind of new at the time. Right. Um, Frank Sumption had just come out with some. You know, scanning radios, and,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and I was really interested in it. And but when I first saw it, I was like, this is going to be BS. You know, it's a radio. Like, how, you know what I mean? <laughs> I was like, this, is, this can't <laughs> be real. So I went out and bought like a radio, a Walkman, and I started um, using that. Like, you just hold down the scan button and scan through the stations really fast. And I noticed that it was answering all my questions. And, um, saying my name and swearing. And Mm -hmm. I'm just like, wow, you know, this isn't the radio because you can't swear on local radio. So I was just blown away. And that's how I, that's how it all started. How I got, um, interested in, in this stuff.
0: Now, when you lived in that house, did you actually talk to the little girl?
1: I did. I have, I have some videos out there where it was when I was first starting to like, um, like, they would, whatever was there would say, it would say, hunt it, it would say, um, I'd say Huntington, and,
2: mm-hmm. you know,
1: it's my last name and all stuff, but a few, uh, Angela would come through, she would say, hey, hi, it's Angela, like, perfectly clear, sounding like a little girl, mm-hmm. and she'd be like, want to talk to me, and stuff like that, and, Aww. and, uh, I'd ask her, like, what do you want for Christmas, Angela, and she'd be like, oh, a brand new bike, you know, and I brought her, like, a little toy mouse home, and and she was like, mice? And I was like, yeah, I brought you a mouse. <laughs> mouse. Then, like, it was pretty crazy. And it always sounded like somebody was watching over her, too. Like, it they would tell her to go play with Calvin, which is the cat that was there, mm-hmm. which is really weird. Like, stuff like that. Like, somebody was protecting her.
0: Wow. So, now, did you see her, or feel her, or have anything move in the house?
1: I had a lot of times I would have voices like, in my room mm-hmm. or they would just, just before I go to sleep to kick my bat or something to try to get my attention, whatever it was. Um, but, uh, like, I know I would get like a lot of EVPs. Sometimes I would, uh, like I had my girlfriend over one time and the door handle jiggled. Mm-hmm. So I got my voice recorder just to see if anybody was there. And we got a voice saying I'm behind you. Oh no. <laughs> so yeah, she was like scared to death, but, um, but yeah, I never heard her voice out loud that I know of. Oh wait, no, I did actually. I did record her voice singing one time. That's right. Oh. I heard it out loud when my daughter was at the house. Wow. Yeah.
0: Now, since you have a child, was she drawn to the little, your little girl as well? Um,
1: when my daughter at the time, I think she was, well, she's like twenty-one now. So she was, she was probably nine or ten. So. Um, yeah, it would it would pick up a little bit when she was there. Um, she she liked doing uh, EVPs and stuff with me. So um, at the time, she's not really into it now. But <laughs> but yeah, it would pick up a little bit when she was there for sure.
0: Yeah, I say I won't. I'd be so afraid to do it in my house because I I know that things walk in and out of my house, and I don't really want to know what they. <laughs> what they have to say do you (laughs) ever get nervous doing it where you live um there
1: has been a few times um i mean the spare box stuff doesn't really bother me Mm -hmm. um but the like if you hear like a voice out loud or something like that that kind of bugs me if i'm trying to sleep or something like that um but it's not very often um, but with spare Box here, it's really good. Like they just, I can do like breakfast in the morning. They'll tell me what I'm, you know, bacon or whatever I'm <laughs> cooking. And- they
0: probably miss food.
1: <laughs> yeah, they do. They say some weird stuff. Like I love brown meat and stuff like that. Like it's so weird. <laughs> it really is.
0: I'd be like chocolate. Where's the chocolate? I love chocolate.
1: I got to try that. I should pull up some chocolate.
0: Make some brownies. <laughs> right. I I don't know of anything that doesn't like brownies, right?
1: Right, everybody loves brownies. God, they're so good. I know I'm on low carb right now, so I can smell brownies from like two streets over. So
0: <laughs> I like brownies <laughs> that are like with melted, you know, the the frosting some people put on them.
1: Oh, God, yeah.
0: <laughs> You're going to get off here and be like, thanks, T. I'm going to go eat
1: like a gallon of ice cream or something after I get off.
0: With brownie and hot fudge on it. Yeah. <laughs> then I'll be in like a coma from all the sugar. <laughs> hey, I'll get this email. Uh, I'm never talking to you again. <laughs> I almost died. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I have a tummy ache. I'm also interested. Did you have any experiences as a child with the paranormal?
1: Yeah so as a child i lived in this house and it was in cambridge maine i'm not far from it now i've actually driven by it a couple times just to look at it. it's changed a lot but um yeah i lived in this house um from when i when i was born until about seven and we moved out of there because of the paranormal stuff that was happening um so i would see stuff um by my bed I would see stuff when I went to the bathroom. I could see things in the window, like arms and stuff like that. Like weird arms spinning, like around each other. Mm-hmm. It was the weirdest thing. And it would scare me so bad that I wouldn't be able to scream. I wouldn't be able to say anything. I'd just stand there and look at it until
0: it went away. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was
1: terrifying.
0: <laughs> yeah, you said you guys had so to bad. move out because of the activity, right?
1: Yeah, So yeah, we did. Cause my mom would wake me up at night and mm-hmm. be like, With my sister and I, and be like, "Hey, there's there's some there's something dragging their feet in the kitchen." And you would see all these shadows going around, and you'd hear like feet dragging sounds. Uh huh. And they would be going around and around in the kitchen. And my mom would get scared and wake us up. And I'm like, you know, now I'm thinking back, like, thanks a lot, mom. I really didn't see that. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it gets to like they were, you know, turning electronics on and off and. There was one time when we come home and one of my cats was in my toy box with the thing shut. And uh, so they blamed it on me as a kid. And I was like, I swear I didn't stick my cat in the toy box." Right. But, and we moved out because of that. And then when my friend had bought the house that I went to school with, and I went back for one night. And a chainsaw actually started up by itself in the basement. Mm. And none of us would go down to shut it off. Like we're like right. we
0: Oh my gosh, to... no. <laughs> oh
1: so, no, yeah. no, 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 <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, that place was crazy.
0: Oh my how old was yeah. the house, John?
1: Well well my dad had it my dad had built the house, but the there was a, a house across the street where there was a fire <laughs> and like three people died. And after that was when stuff started happening at our house. Um My mom and dad had split up when I was five, so it was just, like, me and my mom and sister there for, like, two years, Mm -hmm. and then my dad came back and owned it, but um, I can remember staying the night with dad, too, sometimes, and you'd hear doors open and shut and stuff. My dad would just be like, oh, it's just the wind, just
0: the wind. (laughs) (laughs) You feel like I know better.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and I, I know what I've been seeing, like, for years as a kid, so I'm pretty sure it's not just the wind, but.
0: Oh, I don't think I'd like that very much.
1: No, I used to like cry when I was a kid telling people about it because it scared me so bad. Oh
0: my gosh, no. (laughs) And it seems like for some reason you end up in these places over and over again, John.
1: It does.
0: (laughs) How about your place now? Is it haunted as well?
1: So, So the place I'm in now, my uncle Richard used to live here and he died here. And when he it. died, I was on my way up here.
0: Mm-hmm. I knew it. I knew <laughs> there was a catch. <laughs>
1: Isn't this weird? So my aunt, my sister called me. was like, well, Uncle Richard passed. And I'm like, oh, really? I'm like, well, I'm up to see mom because my mom lived right across the hall from another apartment. Mm-hmm. And my aunt had just told me that she had uh, Alzheimer's. So I'm like, well, I helped, you know, move everything out of the apartment or whatever. And as I asked the landlord, I was like, well, can I rent the apartment out. with some mommy's help and I'm right across I'll be right across the hall and she's like oh yeah sure like she's like you're on the list anyways aren't you and I'm just like thinking what list but I didn't yeah.
0: say <laughs> I was like oh yeah <laughs> you're <laughs> like I am oh no what is this
1: <laughs> right so I wound up getting this place and and yeah I've I've had my uncle come through a few times but he's always like um I don't know. He just calls me names. That's about it. Oh my God. But, uh, yeah.
0: (laughs) John, you need to move in a place where nobody has died and there's no tragedy.
1: Exactly. He seems to follow me everywhere I go.
0: Although, you know, New England, you know, all through that area, the homes are so old and the, and everything, wars and (laughs) and I forgot what I was going to say.
1: Everything is really old. (laughs) Yeah. There's all the, um, lot of like native american uh, wars and yeah things like that a lot of death
0: exactly so all that stuff going on around you and it's such an old area of the country it's beautiful where you live it's absolutely beautiful i love the ocean i just love it
1: oh i know i i haven't gone to the ocean this summer well i did once but yeah i love the ocean i used to live like Five minutes from there, and I'd go every day because I loved
0: it so much. Oh yes, and it's so cleansing.
1: Yeah.
0: So you have done something really interested, interesting. Oh, see, I can't talk today. That's okay. <laughs> I just there's <laughs> nope. It's not going to happen, world. <laughs> <laughs> you had an interesting project that you did, which I find fascinating, and I, I watched some of those videos from that, the sleepless unrest where you moved into the Conjuring House how did yeah. that go because you stayed by yourself in that place
1: yeah I did um so you want to know about sleepless unrest or do you want to know how I ended up at the one of the most famous houses in,
0: in the world <laughs> let's start with the sleepless unrest
1: okay so sleep I uh, sleepless unrest was I think I'd already been living at the house for over a year no no, not a year like six months or so mm-hmm. but um so i didn't know it was like gonna be a big film or anything they showed up and um i know the vera and um kendall they had heard i was good with spare box so they're like hey do you want to you know do spare box session with us or, or whatever and i'm like yeah sure so um So I did win one of them and it was a crazy session. Like I was talking to this little boy, he was telling me his name. He's telling me how many fingers I was holding up. He'd be like, Oh, it's three fingers. Like he wouldn't just say three. Mm -hmm. He would say the whole sentence.
0: And
1: (laughs) they had like an SLS camera going and you could actually map out the boy next to me talking Mm -hmm. into the spare box. But, um, by the time I was done, a Bear was calling me Magic Boy. She was like, Come on, Magic Boy, let's go do this, let's go do I kept like so much out of it that I wish would have made it because they had me do spare box like so many times and they were mm-hmm. like they kept calling me Magic Boy and was like blown away. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. But uh and they were really nice. Uh, Brian and Rachel were really nice as well.
0: Wow. So after you did that project, you went To one of the world's most famous houses in this field.
1: Yeah, I had already lived in the the house when Sleepless Unrest showed up. Oh. Yeah, I was already there.
0: So tell me about the most unusual experience you had there.
1: Oh, God, there's so many. (laughs)
0: Like the one, the number one one that stands out in your head that you won't forget.
1: Um, well, I was alone for um, it was during the pandemic, beginning of it, and I was alone there for like a month. And uh, there was a bunch of stuff that happened. Like I would go live just to make it make it feel like somebody <laughs> was there with me at times.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> so, well, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. So.
0: <laughs> and you couldn't have anybody over. <laughs>
1: like, I they my friends of the owners. They were kind of uh, you know. They were picky about who came over, sure. Um, and dating was terrible there because you know you couldn't trust anybody. You wanted to just get in the house, or you know what I mean? Right, <laughs> to right. Sign a waiver
0: before we hang out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, you. So, sorry, you can't come to my house for dinner. It's not happening. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you want to come to this house.
1: Oh, where are you? Oh, the Conner house. You know where that is? Oh, yeah. Oh, no. So they think you're either crazy or <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I'd be like, uh, uh no, thank you. <laughs> well, I probably yeah. would go, but that's yeah. besides the point, right?
1: <laughs> but yeah, they were kind of uh, picky about who to, who I had over and stuff like that. But uh, Which I didn't mind. I mean, I was living at the conjure house, but yeah, when I was uh, alone for that month, I had a lot of weird stuff happen to me. And I had like, uh, I don't want sleep a sunrise. You probably saw the scene where the, mm-hmm door slammed on me. Um, but that was just, like, mild, like, I had, um, I was, I was live streaming and I was walking towards the kitchen area and I heard a girl say hello out loud. And it was so loud and clear um, that when I showed, I didn't show it for, the, for a while to Corey because I was like, nobody's going to believe me. You know what I
0: mean? Right. You know, I understand.
1: Yeah. So... Um, when I did show it to him, he's like, "What the hell? Why didn't you show this to me before? This is crazy." <laughs> but it, it like, um, and some people thought it was like, just a car driving by, and somehow their CB went on to the alarm system, and the, I don't know. They made up all these weird excuses, but that one jumped me because I wasn't expecting. I was just walking, and it was like, "Hello," and, I, and mm. it, that one scared me a little bit. Um, yeah, and another another time that stands out is I was in the house alone and I was setting up to just investigate and I was recording and um, I hear something sound like it ran across the upstairs like like really loud.
0: That would probably frighten me very much. (laughs) (laughs) It's
1: scary. Yeah. Yeah. Especially alone and you know nobody's coming because it's a pandemic, contra house isn't even open, the owners are in Maine Mm -hmm. and you're by yourself and and it's just, um, so I hear that and I'm like, well, maybe it's an animal or something. So I'm like, okay, if you're really up there, can you knock on the floor twice? Oh no. Boom, <laughs> boom, <Bolt, bolt, laughs> twice. Very loud. No. <laughs> and I'm like, why did I ask that? <laughs> why?
0: And you're by uh, yourself during the pandemic at night, correct? <laughs> This was actually during the day. When
1: this, during like this the time. day?
0: This is during <laughs> that's the day, worse. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: right? I don't know why that's worse. Because <laughs> normally activity for some reason will happen in the evening because everything is settled. But if it's that strong during the day, I think I'd start to worry.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, at night I slept with like a weighted blanket on me and like headphones just so I wouldn't hear or feel anything. <laughs> 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 that's how I would get by at night.
0: I was gonna ask you, how did you sleep at night there?
1: Yeah, well, I had this. It was weird. They don't have it there anymore. But when you would come in through the door and sign all your things and the wall and all that stuff, mm-hmm. I had a room that you'd pull down a, you'd pull down like a um, attic ladder, and I'd go up the attic ladder, and there was like a room there that like probably no one knew about, and that was my actual bedroom. And for some reason, I always felt safe up there too. Like. Um, the first few months, I slept right by the door on the couch,
0: <laughs> just so you could so, run out faster.
1: Yeah, I just so something happened, I could just you know run out to my car or whatever.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I hope you had a self starter. <laughs>
1: yeah, no, I didn't. Darn, <laughs> but that would have been a good idea. But the scariest part was like the trespassers. Like there was just people trying to get on the property constantly, and you'd watch them on camera, and then. You would go outside and most of the time they would just run off. But sometimes you would just be like middle of the day and people walk across the lawn and you're just like, oh,
0: hello. Because Isn't it in like a middle of nowhere?
1: Yeah, it's in uh, Burleville. It's, it is kind of in the middle of nowhere. Um, but you drive like 10 minutes one way and you come to civilization in 10 <laughs> minutes the other way. But,
0: <laughs> I'd still be worried. I'm more afraid of people than I am the dad, to be honest.
1: Yeah, same here. They I've had like I had like a whole van full of like teenagers. I have it on video. Like I was going live and this happened too. It was funny. <laughs> out oh, this, this van pulls up, all these teenagers, like ten kids get out with these lights on their head and I'm oh like no. what the hell is going on? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, what do I do? So I walk out. And I yeah like hello or whatever and they all like, scream get back in the van and just take off. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, God. and you probably
0: would have been very nice, and you probably would have been like, you can't be here because yeah, of this. I was too nice that. to
1: people most of the time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> get out. <laughs>
1: I know I don't have like a mean streak in my bot in me, so it was hard to like get people to leave sometimes.
0: Now, John, did you ever see anything move in the house?
1: Um. Yeah, I had um. I have it on video as well. It's on sleepless Unrest, like all those clips Yes, are actually my evidence they put in it. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, I've seen, there was like a toy car I had sitting in a chair and I went up over the chair and onto the floor. Um, uh, One morning there was, I was walking to go to the bathroom and I look in the library and there's a book in the middle of the floor and I'm like, I'm like weird. I wonder, and I went out and asked Bill who was there with me. I was like, did you see that book is on the middle of the floor? And he's like, no, what do you mean? And then I was like, so I reviewed the the footage uh, from the cameras, and sure enough, a book just, like, flew off the shelf and landed in the middle of the floor. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> and You're it was, like, uh, great,
0: just great.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I mean, Bill, was. we were both really excited, but at the same time, we're like, what's going to happen next, you know?
0: Well and, and you know that stuff is always so interesting because you know it takes a lot for them supposedly to be able to move objects.
2: Right, yeah, exactly.
0: And manifest and stuff like that. So what do you think is actually in the house, John? Like what do you think it is? Is it poltergeist activity? Is it something else? I think it
1: I think it's some of the former owners are there cuz I would get um, some of the owners on Box, um, uh, John Arnold would come through,
2: uh-huh.
1: say his name and everything. And, um, I would get one of their, one of their daughters that passed, I can't remember her name, but I'd get her in the basement quite a bit. Um, so a lot of former owners are there for some reason, but also I think, I think a lot of, a lot of it is where they had so many investigators come in there. Mm-hmm. I think they bring their own stuff with them.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Because
1: I would have some groups, some groups would ask to investigate with me and, you know, for some reason I, I had some kind of weird relationship with these spirits and, and they would do stuff for me. So before this, I remember this one time before this one group came in, sorry, I'm all over the place, but okay. I haven't talked to anybody about it for a
0: while. <laughs> <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> So one time I read
1: this group come in and before they came in, I'm like, spirits, if you're here, can you please scare this group? I want you to see what you can do, see if you can scare them. So anyways, they came in, we did a EVP session and it said um, they asked like who was here and it said, It was like every demon.
0: (laughs) You're like, what?
1: (laughs) And it said like these three, I can't remember what the, there's three other ones like right in a row that were super scary, like EVPs. Mm -hmm. And the, and uh, two of the people that were there was like, oh, um, so we're going to call our friend to come pick us up. (laughs) 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 They weren't even there an hour and they got scared. Um, yeah. So they had like their little dowsing rods out and then they got the those two, those three EVPs and they were like, nope, I'm out of here. Like nope. this shit's real. I'm
0: gone. Do you think um, mm-hmm. whatever is in the house says so stuff like that if they don't want particular people in the house to try to scare them out?
1: Yeah, I believe I believe so. I believe it's because I asked them to scare them. So they're just like, you know, well, we'll say we're demons. How's that
0: sound? <laughs> 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 Let's scare them out of here yeah we'll give you a show
1: <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> what was the most active room there for you at the conjuring house when you stayed?
1: Um, I'm trying to think the I had a lot in the library. Uh, a lot of people I could never sleep in the middle room upstairs. I don't know why I would try, but I could, could not sleep right. in that little room. I don't know what was in there, but um, it was Cindy Perrin's room. Mm-hmm. And I guess Cindy had the worst stuff happen to her. So, wow. Um, so yeah, that room—I I could sleep in. Um, I can—I could sleep in the parents' room, and I could sleep in the uh, Andrea's room, no problem. Like um, those rooms, nothing really bad ever happened.
2: It's
1: mm-hmm. usually the middle room, the library, and by the well in the basement. Usually did, is where you, you didn't would get sleep most of in the, the basement, did you? No, I didn't. Uh, I
0: was like, you are much braver than me because I mm -mm. mean, older basements, we just don't get along. There's just too much stuff in there.
1: Yeah, there's snakes and spiders and all kinds of that.
0: Yeah. (laughs) And for some reason, it it does attract some energies. I don't know why certain basements just attract that.
1: It does. It seems like they always want you to go to the basement, they ask you every time. Yeah, Who wants to go to the basement every time.
0: It's like, why? <laughs> <I know. laughs> Can't we start upstairs? Why do we have to go right? straight to the basement?
1: Can't we go like on the porch or something? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Can we have a mellow investigation tonight and not go in the basement near the well?
1: <laughs> right. It's always the basement. Always.
0: And uh, I swear in those older homes, the basement is so creepy. Oh so yeah. creepy. Yeah
1: definitely is creepy. Just the, just the smell, the look of it, just mm-hmm. all the basement, especially that old of a house. Like it just, you know, and it's some creepy well and it. it just, you know, adds to it. So.
0: <laughs> so people that don't know, how old is that house?
1: Um, it's, it was finished in 1736. Gosh. Um, they started on it in 1680. That's crazy. So yeah, it's so old. It's older than America, so...
0: Oh my god, no wonder. I mean if you think about it, that house has seen so much.
1: Oh god, it yeah, they had some uh I can't remember the name of the the war that was there, but it wiped out a whole Native American tribe. Um I, I just can't remember at the top of my head, but wasn't the French
0: up, and Indian War, was it?
1: Uh no, it
0: was God, I can't no, even remember.
1: I used to have to remember all this stuff because I did tours and stuff. <laughs> no, I can't yeah, and Yeah. There, and well,
0: there's been so much war in that area of the country. So.
1: Yeah. It just kind of mixes in.
0: So what, how many, was there anything hugely tragic that happened in that house?
1: Um, I heard so many different stories. Like, um, I guess the only, there's only two deaths that were, uh, proven and i one of the people died of exposure like they got drunk mm-hmm. and then they died out by the barn and i believe the other one was that i heard about it was a child that was like in the basement but i'm sure there was like all kinds of things that nobody even reported or you know being that old like they didn't really report everything so right and
0: people died at home all the time yeah You know, that was, we didn't have what we have now. When you first walked in the house, just out of curiosity, did you feel something right away or were you really comfortable at first?
1: Um, When I first went there, there was a bunch of people there. So I remember we all didn't know what to expect. Uh So Corey, um, the owner, and Jen, his wife, myself, uh, my friend Bill, We all stayed in this one room, connecting room, um, and we'd shut the door on one side and the door on the other yeah, and actually sleep all together in that room because we didn't know what to expect. (laughs) (laughs) Like you could feel the intensity, like if you got up to go to the bathroom or you went Mm -hmm. by yourself through the house, you just felt that like, you know, strong presence or whatever was there. Um, I know I remember Jen used to wake me up. 'Cause I'd be like next to her and then Corey be on the other side. And uh, that sounds really bad, but none of that stuff happened. But anyways, yeah. <laughs> she would hear the she would hear the door handle jiggle and she'd be like, John, John, do you hear that? Do you hear that? And I'm like, Yeah, yeah, I hear it, I hear it. What should I do? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. What
0: should I do? <laughs> yeah. Look for the exit, look for the exit. <laughs> right.
1: Wake up Corey. <laughs> he was yeah. the marine, wake him up. <laughs> See
0: now that would that would frighten me in the middle of the night to hear it. Yeah. when you hear a doorknob jiggle that that's really quite awakening type of situation.
1: Yeah, I don't. That's the only thing I don't like is if they mess with you and you're trying to sleep. That's like the worst thing. Like I can't sleep.
0: Yeah, that. well, it's so shocking.
1: It is. Yeah.
0: You know, I I lived in a house and it it was really a beautiful house and I loved the house. But I got used to it after a while, but the first few times it literally made me jump out of my skin because I'd be watching TV, I'd hear a door open, I'd hear someone walk across the room, and then I'd yell out my friends' names, my husband's names. Nothing. So I'd get up, look, nobody was there, and then this continued. And then I thought, maybe it's just me. And then one night I come home and my husband and all his friends were in there and they're like, we had the weirdest thing happen. (laughs) Like, (laughs) Okay, it's not just me. This is really going on. Thank God. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. So, you know, later it just got cool later. I just was like, hi, you know, and I got so used to it. I didn't even think about it anymore, but it took a while. Because it's shocking.
1: It's hard to get used to it, yeah.
0: (laughs) The only thing I didn't like is the garage door opening at 3 a.m.
1: Oh, God. Yeah, no thanks.
0: And the doorbell ringing once in a while. Now, that bothered me. I was like, you can't do that. I have animals. You're not allowed to (laughs) do that in my house. And I think that was like a warning because my brother passed after that. And that was like, happened for six months. I think something was trying to get my attention.
1: Oh, yeah. I've heard of that before, yeah.
0: Yeah, but oh the first time it happened I was like, Oh, you've gotta be kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I know what's going on, but I'm gonna see if anybody else sees it or hears it. So
1: Thank God they did, huh? Yeah. You think you're going crazy until somebody else hears it.
0: Well yeah, because you know, even though I grew up with all this like you and you had seen things as a kid, it always helps if somebody else sees it because it it legitimate it makes it legitimate then.
2: Right.
0: You know, I have like this huge skeptic side of me, but then if somebody else hears it, I feel better, then I'm like, ah, okay. I wasn't just imagining things in, <laughs> in there. So when you were in the conjuring house alone, did anything touch you, push you, pull at you?
1: Um, nothing pushed me. I would feel light touches sometimes.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, that's why I would sleep with that blanket on me. But um, nothing like scary. Like nothing like pushed me downstairs, or you know, bit me, or scratched me, or nothing like that.
0: And did you hear knocks on the windows or doors while you were there? Um, I'm trying to think. Those always those always scared me. <laughs>
1: yeah oh well i heard that knock on the ceiling when i asked him knock twice that kind of freaked me out because it was so loud it wasn't just like a little knock you know and you go sorry you ask them to yeah. knock and you hear like a faint knock and you're like oh my god yeah this is like pounding on floor. So, <laughs> oh yeah it still freaks me out to this day but um yeah you would hear noises all night long um little knocks um things like that. Usually like after a storm too, the whole place would just get like really noisy.
0: Oh, I bet because of all the energy from the storm.
1: Yeah. It would just get crazy in there.
0: Gosh, that would be so fascinating though at the same time.
1: Yeah. I wish I, I wish I would have recorded more now that I look back. Mm -hmm. Um, Just because I started a diary and then like a video diary and then I just stopped after like four days. (laughs) I just wish I would have kept going.
0: Now during Uh, this time, did you, did you work during the day and come back to the house or was that your job? You were house sitting basically and recording.
1: Yeah. So I, I honestly, I felt like I was stuck there because I mean, I don't want to say anything bad about my friends or anything, but I was, I, was there by myself um i didn't get paid for anything and there was a point i was actually um getting food delivered to me from like a food pantry or whatever because i because mm-hmm. i wouldn't have time because i would clean like people coming when when it wasn't shut down before uh, a little bit after the pandemic or we were only shut down like a few months but when they weren't shut down i'd have to um sign people in and them a tour and then I would clean up after them the next day. And um, the only money that I had coming in was actually like during live streams, like people would donate mm-hmm. um, super chats and stuff like that. So I kind of found, felt stuck there for a while. Like I had, I had like no way to, to, to go, no place to go because I had moved in fully and I had no place to go at the time and I had like no real income coming in and. Right. Um, I mean, it was good and bad. Like, I I was cool that I was living at the house. Like, it didn't didn't feel like a famous house or anything. I lived there. Um, but yeah, it was it was a weird situation. <laughs> like,
0: yeah, it sounds like yeah. fascinating, but it sounds like almost awkward in a way.
1: Yeah, it was. It was really awkward. Um, I'm sure it was awkward for uh, my friends too that owned it. Cause yeah, you know. They couldn't come down like for a while there, you know, you couldn't leave the state or anything crazy stuff. So I was there by myself. so there's nothing they could really do, really. So, right. yeah, it was it was a weird situation.
0: (laughs) I bet the people delivering to the house were scared. I would be like, oh, (laughs) I know this house. Oh, no.
1: (laughs) Yeah. A few people were like, is this the house? (laughs) Like, yeah, this is the house. Oh okay,
0: <laughs> here's your food. I'm gonna leave now, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, so are you glad you had that experience?
1: Yeah, I am um I'm sure anybody would die for that kind of experience that does paranormal, sure. so yeah, I felt really privileged um to have experienced it um to meet like so many different paranormal people and right um i mean we did this this live stream with dark zone i don't know if you've heard dark zone mm-hmm. tv um and we did a week live stream at the house and that was like the craziest week of my life like um somehow the it was like a pay thing i mm-hmm. think they made like think like the owners and dark Zone made like 100 grand that week um, <laughs> wow. but I did like all the night investigations alone, like mm-hmm. live. And I had like, I think the investigation got leaked out onto YouTube and like 8.5 million people were watching it at once. Oh my gosh. So it was insane. Like, I would say like, I would say like, um, like if I was hungry or something and I mentioned it, I mm-hmm. so could hear everything you said. Within a few hours, you'd have, like, $500 worth of food at your door. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you'd be like, great, food for a week for me. Yeah.
1: I was telling Kyler, like, um, his son, Cor- my friend Corey's son, I was like, tell him you want, like, a- tell him you really need a new car, like, really bad, and just see if it shows up. <laughs> <at
0: the door. laughs> Damn. I'd be like, hmm. <laughs>
1: I remember I, one of my spare boxes broke, and uh-huh. they uh, they actually like sent me the parts. Oh, like, that's in a few so days, the nice! Yeah,
0: <laughs> that is so cool.
1: <laughs> that was like the crazy experience because I and I remember saying, "You guys can add me on Facebook and like a like a dummy." And then I had like four four or five thousand requests like right in a row. Like wow, my phone wouldn't stop. It was like I couldn't even message people back because it could just keep flipping. All the messages on Messenger.
0: <laughs> Everybody knows <laughs> you now, John. You you can't escape.
1: I know. I was like, oh, my God. I can't even write any of these people back. Like, <laughs> it <just> keeps going.
0: <laughs> like, what am I going to yeah. do now?
1: I know. It was crazy.
0: Crazy ver- week. That's very cool, though. The People were watching. And if you were hungry, they sent you food. They helped you with your spirit box. That means they really appreciated what you were doing, which must feel really good.
1: Yeah, it did feel good, and I remember I got like a bloody nose during one of the live nights, and they were freaking out, like they were. <laughs> everybody's like, "Should we call an ambulance? Should we
0: call?" I'm like, "No, no, no."
1: I'm like, <laughs> I, "I don't need, need thousands of people calling the nine one one for me right now."
0: <laughs> You're like, "I just need a hanky. I'll be fine."
1: Yeah, it was just it was a wild experience. Like, wow, I wasn't used to it. All that attention, it was. It was pretty crazy.
0: And then when it quieted down, you were like, "Oh, <laughs> well, at least yeah, you had food." I, still,
1: <laughs> I would still get pizzas delivered to me. They called me Papa John because um, somebody had bought ask me pizzas. You about
0: that, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, some people. Yeah, I almost forget about it. So, so it was during the live stream, and somebody was like, oh, "I sent you a bunch of food," and I was like. Yeah, right. I was like, there's no way. And he kept trying to message me because I couldn't keep up with messages. And I was like, mm-hmm. this guy keeps messaging me. And then I heard this honking, honk and uh, honk, horn honk outside. And I'm like, what the hell is that? <laughs> so I walk out to the gate and the guy calls me on the phone and he's like, yeah, my wife and I sent you some food. I think, was, I don't I don't <laughs> know if it was Papa John's or not, but it was a bunch of food out there by the gate. And I brought it in and I remember... Instead of walking through the part where I was sleeping, I walked through where Bill and and uh, was sleeping. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm like, oh, and Kyler's like, oh, they, they sent you pizza? I was like, yeah. He's like, you want some? Bill's like, this is freaking stupid. Just go to bed. <laughs> 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 it was so funny. Like, he was just like, you know, what is going on? Like, why are people just sending you stuff? But um, that's how they call me Papa John because I had pizzas delivered to me at like two in the morning. Live in front of like, I don't know how many people. That's awesome.
0: <laughs> of course, then you, of course you have to thank them, which just encourages the pizza delivery thing.
1: Yeah, then more people start sending you stuff, and you're like, oh my god!
0: It's like why?
1: <laughs> we had so much food we couldn't even eat all of it. Like it was crazy.
0: That is, that's that is crazy, but wonderful at the same time.
1: Yeah, like Jen would get flowers sent to her, and Dunkin' Donuts oh. in the morning, and. <laughs> It was, it was so <laughs> so crazy. That's
0: awesome.
1: <laughs> I know. this?
0: That is so cool.
1: Yeah, it was a fun time.
0: Now, after all of this, now you work with um, Beyond Dark with Josh. How's that going?
1: So I met Josh at the Conjuring House. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't know. I was up up north, and Corey contacted me. And he's like, Hey, I got this big YouTuber coming in and I want you to, you know, he never investigated before. So I want you to, you know, could you come down and show him what to do, whatever, use your equipment. I'm Like, sure. I'll come down. And I wound up hitting a storm the whole way. It took me seven hours instead of four, but <laughs> 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 I get down there and, uh, i investigate with Josh. Mm-hmm. I didn't even really know who he was. Like we just hit it off or like just friends, like right away. And, uh, he was blown away because at first he was like, you know, how YouTubers are. Well, he's like, well, you know, I don't care if we, you know, guys fake anything or anything. I'm like, dude, I'm not going to fake anything. You don't have to trust me. <laughs> so he's like, like, okay. <laughs> so then we got all, you know, crazy stuff in the spare box and um, they try investigating by themselves. And they're like, I'm not getting anything, John. Can you come back out with us? So I was like, yeah, sure. And I get more crazy stuff. And then afterwards, he's like, do you want to go to the castle with me, investigate? Which I had been like 10 times, but I was like, yeah, I'll go to the castle with you. And then from then on, we just, I think we did like 18 different episodes together. Wow. Uh, Yeah.
0: Where's the castle?
1: Uh, Wilson Castle. It's in Vermont. Uh,
0: It's a
1: beautiful place.
0: Yeah. Ooh, it sounds cool.
1: Oh, it is. I was like the first YouTuber there, so they... They just, uh, and we hit it up and I, they let me go there for like nothing now. Like I can just go whenever, um, I've stayed there by myself before too. It's pretty, it's Ooh, just beautiful. That's awesome. Beautiful place. Yeah. Wow. But that's how I met Josh.
0: <laughs> wow. What, what kind of activity is there and why is it so well known for the hauntings?
1: At the Wilson castle.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, it's the, the Colonel used, this guy was, he was into AM radio, um, and he haunts the place. He's Colonel Wilson.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and there's a lady that haunts it too. Um, and a doctor, it's, it's a really weird haunt It's It's really friendly. haunt. It's nothing bad. It's just playful. Um, a lady named Blossom is there mm-hmm. the lady that wants it now's mom um she'll come through on evps and uh square box and stuff like that but i've had i've had things move there um i've had the record player play on its own mm-hmm. like the sound came from it but it didn't play it was the weirdest thing you wow. could hear the sound it was during a live stream too you could hear it, the sound come out of it and i'm like The thing wasn't playing, (laughs) so I'm like, I was like, what is going on? But yeah, it's a beautiful place. I definitely recommend it. Just going there to see it's just
0: when was it built, John? Uh
1: the castle. I'm trying to think. I think it's the eighteen sixties. I believe, yeah. Or eighteen eighty five.
0: Such a beautiful architecture.
1: Oh, and they have, like, sculptures and stuff in there from, like, um, like Italy. They have, like, oh, man. a chair from Louis fifteenth. Like, this crazy stuff. Wow. It's amazing.
0: Oh, if I'm ever up near that area, I've got to go.
1: <laughs> yes, you have to. You would love it.
0: <laughs> uh, I like—I love New England anyway. It's just a beautiful part of the country.
1: Yeah, definitely. It's like— I- I didn't notice it when I was younger, but now that I've moved back, I'm just like, wow! I want to see everything up here.
0: Yeah, where did <laughs> you move older.
1: to? Um, I've moved all over the place. I lived in South Carolina for ten years.
0: It's um, pretty there too.
1: I lived in Southern Maine for quite a while. Mm-hmm. I grew up up here, where I am now. Um, so I'm kind of back where I was, where I started. But...
0: It just but what came around full circle for you. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Yeah, I literally <laughs> lived at these apartments when I was 12 years old, so.
0: Are you kidding?
1: No, and I knew the land, same landlord back then. That's why she was like, oh, yeah, go ahead and move in, because she knew me from, like, when I was 12, so.
0: Oh, my gosh, that is so funny.
1: I know, it's so weird, isn't it?
0: Now, are your apartments old also? Uh, the apartment's
1: not that old. They, um, I think they built them in the 90s, so they're not that old, but they've had, it's kind of like a retirement community, this mm-hmm. family's and retirement kind of mixed in. So I'm, there's been a lot of people that have passed here. So
0: you're not old sure. enough to live in there, John. <laughs> I know.
1: <laughs> well, the guy below me is actually younger than me. So this, this is kind of mixed. So wow. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'd be like, no, thank you.
1: <laughs> I know. Josh is like, he came up here and he's like, why are you in Maine? People come there to die, dude. Like, you need to move back to me. <laughs> <laughs> Did
2: they you tell him it was pretty? <laughs> you're, yeah, not like,
0: well, it's pretty. you're not old enough to retire. You're not old enough to retire.
1: Yeah, he keeps trying to get me to move back down there.
0: And you're oh. like no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, the rent's too cheap here for me. So.
0: Well, yeah, and it's nice to be close to your parents too. Yeah. You know, so you can help them. So when you investigate with Josh, what is an upcoming project you guys are going to do that you're looking forward to?
1: Um, well, we just got done um, Hell House and um, an orphanage in Gettysburg.
0: Wow, um, you've been traveling a lot.
1: Yeah, I know Kalani, uh, Kalani the ghost hunter went with us. He, he His videos already came out, but Josh's hasn't yet of mm-hmm. us. Um, and Josh just does an amazing job, so I can't wait till that comes out. Um, and then we're doing a place called the Emery House, and then mm-hmm. I think we're going back to the Shanley after that.
0: What did you think of the Hell House? Oh my god!
1: I when I heard about it, I w- I wasn't expecting anything. I'm like, it's a you know, it's a actually like haunted house like attraction, right? So I'm like, this can't be no haunting there, you know. I was that's what I was thinking. So I go there, and the first thing that happens is like a mirror rattles, and I'm just like, well, you know, maybe that's just like a car going by or us walking. <clears throat> and then we had a few things happen here and there, um spare box stuff. And then I put the clown mask on, with the full suit, and the whole place goes crazy, like. I hear things running around upstairs. I hear things coming down the hallway at me, with this suit on, and this creepy clown suit. Yeah, it's like
0: knocking down the hallway at me, like bang, bang, bang. bang nope, bang. nope, nope, nope. Run, run. <laughs> Out of curiosity, this could be like a different place. I'm thinking of. Wasn't that a hospital at one point?
1: I don't believe so. I think it was a hotel. Before.
0: Okay. I thought it was something where people came, but I wasn't sure.
1: Yeah, it was like a hotel. They said it was a brothel at one point.
0: Ah, uh, okay. It just seems like every brothel's haunted. It seems like. <laughs> <laughs> Those old brothels were pretty pretty violent, from my understanding.
1: Yeah, I I went to one in Indiana, the Rhodes Hotel, mm-hmm. and that place was just um, crazy, like. I was doing spare box. I put some money down. And on the spare box, the lady's like, Where do you want me for the money? Ooh and like my. an old old English kind of accent. Mm. And I was and then uh, <laughs> from there I was just gonna be more. So was,
0: You're like, um you don't have to work tonight. I just wanted a reaction. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> I only have I only have money from this era, so I don't know how I can help you out. <laughs> <So>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what is the most frightening place you've ever ever investigated,
1: John? Uh, I would say trans Lunatic yeah. Asylum. Oh. In West yeah. Virginia. Oh my God. So I went, I went there with Josh. We filmed there. That's a crazy episode. There was just like uh, there was things talking like like out loud. Um, I was in a room and I felt this cold breeze go by me and, and Joe was like, is somebody in here? Like, we can feel you. And then you hear a girl go,
2: mm-hmm,
1: like out loud.
0: Like, no. <laughs>
1: no. It was just nonstop. Like, they, they would be talking in between us. Mm-hmm. You would hear, like, a girl following us around and she would talk in between us talking. And they would be like, what the heck? And then um, just crazy EVPs and just like, oh, something like something trying to get our attention. It was going like whistling at us trying uh-huh. to get our attention. The place is just like at first we're like, oh, we're going to go off alone and do, our, do a thing. And I'm like, and then we're like, no, none of us are going to walk alone. <laughs> <laughs> That's not happening.
0: You're like, no to the no. It's not happening. I, I think I'd be more frightened in the asylums than any place.
1: Yeah, because they're so big, and you can get lost walking around in them. Yeah,
0: and the things that happened to the people.
1: Yeah, the lobotomies and the just a horrible treatment and yeah. yeah, just yeah, it was.
0: I mean, what if they didn't know they were even human, or they probably don't even know they passed? Some of them.
1: I was like talking to a girl in the basement with when we first got. Not the basement; it was like the lobotomy recovery area, and she was like. Like almost like having a conversation. She was like, I was like, I threw a ball down the hallway if you want to move it. And she's like, you're a ball. And I was like, yeah. So I was like, I came all the way from Maine to come talk to you. And she's like, Maine? Like that's like that the spare box? <laughs>
2: and
1: and I'm like, yeah, Maine. Like, and everybody's like, oh, my God. <laughs>
0: <laughs> We're not splitting up. <laughs> We're all well, staying not, in a group. <laughs>
1: I had to go back and get some equipment and Mm -hmm. by myself. And I was just like, oh, my God, I hope I found my way back.
0: I wouldn't wouldn't go by myself.
1: (laughs) I carried my whole case the rest of the night around
0: with me. I'd be like, somebody's got to be with me. And that's the rule.
1: I know I wanted to. I was trying to act brave, but inside I was not brave at all.
0: (laughs) Nope. Absolutely not. Nope. Nope. I'd have one person on each side of me.
1: I know, I I probably should have. (laughs) God only knows what could happen in there.
0: Well, it sounds, from my understanding, it's really an active place with a lot of brutal history.
1: Uh, Waverly was kind of crazy, too. That one was... We didn't even make it to the um, area where they brought the body, the body shoot or whatever. We didn't even make it down there. Really? Um, But yeah, I actually got... The Hell House and Allegheny is the only time I ever got a little scared. Um, mm-hmm. The Hell House, it was just because I, I had stuff touch me. I had stuff pull on my, on my um, clown outfit. And after that, Josh and Kalani are like, okay, go down in the basement and let's do a <laughs> Dude, Estes no. method by yourself. I'm like, ah. <laughs> no. No, no, I'm like, oh my God. I was, I was really question not doing
0: it. <laughs> oh, like, no basements by yourself. No.
1: In a clown suit. No. Alone. <laughs> in the basement.
0: That's just creepy by itself.
1: It is. A picture storm where It just creep me out. i like or I see myself in a mirror walking by one of the rooms and I'd like freak myself out.
0: Ah, uh, no basements by yourself. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, never. <laughs>
1: yeah, it was it was it was experience, that's, that's for sure. And I couldn't hear like they had the headphones really loud. And they were asking questions through a walkie upstairs. And I knew they were asking me questions, but I couldn't make out what they were asking me. Mm -hmm. And, like, I I didn't even know how it went. They didn't know how it went until we reviewed it. And, like, a lot of stuff matched up. And it was really creepy as hell.
0: Uh,
1: A lot of stuff that I was saying that was coming through the box was matching up with what they were asking. So, mm -hmm.
0: Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So which of your, your investigations were the most joyful?
1: Joyful, huh? There's oh, yeah. joy in the paranormal too. <laughs> I
0: think there I think there is some. I think there's some like inspirational stuff in the paranormal and some fascinating stuff. You know, we hear so much about the spooky side, but we don't hear so much about the, well, that was really cool side. <laughs> right.
1: Um I think some of the, the stuff I get on spare box really brings me joy. Um, uh, just like I had a, a spare that would follow me around and this girl would always ask me to marry her.
0: Oh my gosh. The spare box.
1: Yeah, it like every place I went, she would come through. <laughs> she would be like, Would you will you marry me? And I'd be like, What? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Why> <laughs> will are you marry me? Just say a second
1: time <laughs> and I'm like, um, I'm like, Well, you're dead.
0: <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> you're you don't have a body anymore
1: <laughs> Right, and then she was like did I scare you and then like in a British accent I was like
0: mm-hmm. no
1: and then a guy said something like I hurt you I hurt your feel. you hurt her feelings or something but stuff like that makes me happy just um and getting like replies that I can't wrap my head around mm-hmm. brings me joy like I was about to go to bed one night, I turned my box on, started recording, and I wasn't really getting anything. And I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go to bed spirits, but can you say D's nuts? Can you say that for me? Because you're never gonna hear D's nuts on the radio, right? Right. <laughs> so so it literally said D's nuts and it said it in the guy's voice over uh, the radio, scanning an AM. <laughs> <laughs> and every time I have any doubt about the spare box, I watch that back because I'm like, there's no way like there's not, no
0: way. That is hilarious. Oh, my gosh.
1: It literally said in his voice and that guy's voice that does it.
0: Wow. Well, yeah. So what do you have coming up this Halloween? Anything, anything huge during October?
1: Um, the only thing is just the videos I did with Josh are going to come out around that time. He's going to just say that's going to be fun. Um, and I'm going to visit Dominic actually, um, oh, yeah. And we're doing a few locations and we're actually going to f- try to film. Um, he's got a lot of good filming equipment, so we're going to mm-hmm. try Weird. filming a documentary about the conjuring house. Oh, that's um, so cool. About my stay there.
0: That's right. Really I had cool.
1: like, I was talking to somebody about doing it. It was like through discovery or something. It was a guy that did the, uh. Oh, uh, Fright Club! He was one of the directors. Oh, yeah. I was on the show one time, and then they—I kept talking to him, and I talked to him about the documentary, and we were gonna do it. But I don't—I just don't know what happened. I, he just kind of stopped talking to me, so I don't know what happened. But
0: <laughs> um, well, I think you and Dominic can come up with something. Yeah, definitely. I think that will be really cool. And Dominic's a really nice guy, so I think that will be awesome.
1: Yeah, he's like the best. I—I'm glad I. Um, ran into him. So. Well, We're doing like three locations coming up. So,
0: oh, really? That would be fun. Yeah. Oh my gosh, oh, that's exciting. <laughs> <laughs> I have to, I have to keep following you <laughs> and see what you guys are up to.
1: Yeah, hopefully it does well. I, um as long as I can keep it fresh in my mind, like I should be writing stuff down the things that happen, but <clears throat> I always forget to.
0: You should be putting a book together.
1: Yeah, I started to, and then I just kind of, it sounded really good. I was like, wow, I'm doing great. And I just stopped. Like. <laughs>
0: You're the most mellow person, John. <laughs> like I started, I just stopped. <laughs> you could always pick it back up.
1: <laughs> I know. I swear I have ADHD because I can't finish a project
0: like ever. But you can stay in the conjuring house. <laughs> right. And that took that took some totacity. <laughs>
1: It did. So like when I'm building a spare box or something, I have Uh to tell myself, you do one step at a time. You're thinking 10 steps ahead.
0: Oh, my gosh. That's (laughs) funny. Yeah. (laughs) You want it done at one time, do you?
1: Yeah, I want it done right then. I don't want to have to go through all the (laughs) steps.
0: It has been wonderful talking to you tonight, John.
1: Yeah, you too. I could talk forever. So
0: I know. I'm hoping I can have you back on sometime.
1: Yeah, definitely. Absolutely.
0: Amazing. Thank you so much. How do people get a hold of you?
1: Um, I'm on YouTube under John Huntington Paranormal. Um, Facebook um, under Huntington. And um, you can look up, um, I'm on Sleepless Unrest and the Harrisville Haunting. I'm on that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I can't think of everything but, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Or you just has me on Facebook and say hi.
0: I don't know. Yeah. Care. It was easy. <laughs> yeah. You have a good night, John. Thank you so much. All right. You too.